part two of session 13. And here we're going to talk exclusively like never before about the densities of consciousness, but up to a point. So let's begin. In the last video, we discussed the creation of the universe, but in this one, we're going to talk about the densities of consciousness and how the evolution through them goes through. So at the end, we're going to end up not at the end of all the seven densities, but we're going to stop at four density because that's where the session ends. And I think it's very appropriate to talk about our evolution right now into four density because that's where we are at this moment. So before I get ahead of myself, Let's start with the first question that is relevant to this video, and it's done asking. Can you tell me about this first density of planetary entities? Ra says, each step recapitulates intelligent infinity in its discovery of awareness. In a planetary environment, all begins in what you would call chaos, energy undirected and random in its infinity. Slowly, in your terms of understanding, there forms a focus of self-awareness, thus the logos move. Light comes to form the darkness, according to the co-creator's pattern and vibratory rhythms, so constructing a certain type of experience. This begins with first density, which is the density of consciousness, the mineral and water life upon the planet, learning from fire and wind, the awareness of being. This is first density. Okay, so... Rice actually starting with, um, as he mentioned, logos. And if you remember from last video, logos means the type of arrangement of laws that are set or put forth by the, uh, say, the star in this case. When he refers to the logos here, he's talking about the star or our sun. Now, our sun created a specific set of laws that come from the uh, original laws that were set by the galaxy, if you remember and of course set by the creator itself. So there is a certain tinkering by the different logos and sub logos that actually uh, creates this, uh, this difference in planetary entities and so on. Uh, but see, like one good example of this is like, we are humans as we know ourselves and we know there are ETs who are humanoids in form, but they're very different. You know, some of them are actually very similar to us. Uh, we've heard from insiders uh, from Corey Good and David Wilcock that there are some who are actually very, very similar to us. And it's just the difference might be like me and you. We have facial differences and, you know, it's very hard to, uh, to see the difference. And some of them actually live here, but I'm getting really far off the, the scope of this video. The point is that the Logos sets up those rules and it creates, say, humans. There's nobody else in the universe like us because the star created us very specific laws of creation. So that's what he means by logos there. And then he's talking, uh, he's talking about the, um, just the configuration of light as it starts creating the first density of consciousness or the first density uh, beings or entities in this case. And that we're talking about is just minerals and earth and fire and uh, water. So those are the four elements are the first entities, so to speak. So, he also says that fire and wind are the ones that are teaching basically water and earth how to behave. 
Now, to me, that sounds like fire and air are telling basically how our matter, as we know it, it's supposed to uh, to form. And we're going to get deeper into this as we go to the next question. So that's the initiation, say, of a planet. It's all random energy, as he's saying. And then there is the logos moving to create patterns and vibrations that will create what is called the atoms that we know and the matter that exists in you know all the universe. In this case, that's just the first step. Let's keep going. Then Don asks, how does the first density then progress to greater, greater, aware, uh, greater awareness? Ra says, the spiraling energy, which is the characteristic of what you call light, moves in a straight line spiral, thus giving spirals an inevitable vector upwards to a more comprehensive beingness with regards to intelligent infinity. Thus, first dimensional beingness strives towards the second density lessons of a type of awareness which includes growth rather than dissolution or random change. So now the greater awareness that Don is asking is the evolution from first density, which is just matter, if you want to call it that way, and gets into second density, which is plants and animals, uh, and some actual like quartz and minerals, which is kind of weird. We'll get to that in, in, uh, in future sessions, but that's also part of second density. In any case, what he's talking about is the spiraling energy or the, spir the, the pattern that light uh, has in this process. And that sounds a lot like the process of DNA. I mean, everything in the universe is, it seems to gravitate towards spiraling. Um, the atoms, uh, the movement of the binary star systems, which apparently is more than 80% of our galaxy that has a binary system. Um, and, you know, there's, there, there's a lot of patterns that go into spirals. Obviously, that's what he's talking about. That's the pattern that is following to greater awareness, which results in DNA creating all the life that we know. Then we go into Don asking, could you define what you mean by growth? Ross says, picture, if you will, the difference between first vibrational mineral or water life and the lower second density beings, which begin to move about within and upon its being. This movement is the characteristic of second density, the striving towards light and growth. So that's precisely what I was talking about. The following of light and the movement that creates the different types of um, second density beings that we know. And he's talking about the, the lower uh, second density beings which begin to move about within uh, and upon its being. And that would be the first type of uh, um, even uh, like virus, for example, which is like the simplest form that we know of life that contains DNA um, and so other, I mean, it gets more complex as we move uh, up to uh, unicellular organisms and then pluricellular and then we go into, into what we think uh, with Darwinian um, evolution that is the more complex entities that we know, you know, plants and animals and so on. So. That is the part that Ra is mentioning. And then Don asks, by striving towards light, what do you mean? Ra says, a very simplistic example of second density growth, striving towards light, is that of the leaf striving towards the source of light. Don asks, is there any physical difference between first and second density? For instance, if I could see both a first and second density planet side by side, 
in my present condition, could I see both of them? Would they both be physical to me? Ra says, this is correct. All the octave of your densities would be clearly visible were not the fourth through the seven freely choosing not to be visible. All right, so uh, the previous question that Don asked just to finalize the, um, the seeking of lights, I think it was a pretty cute example what he says uh, about a leaf looking for the light of the sun or just light in general. So uh, that's basically the growth that happens through the densities of consciousness. We seek more light. And I'll give a little bit of, um, um, of I guess, more information about how this works. We are, uh, say, us humans, let's take us right now. We humans are in capacity of absorbing so much light because of our complex uh, beingness, say, our, our complex, the, the body-mind-spirit complex that we have. Well, that means that we cannot tolerate other types of light or information because we are said we're programmed for this when we ascend into fourth density we can actually absorb more light and more information hence why we need to be prepared for that then when we ascend into fifth density now we're able to uh, accept even more light and as we move up in the densities of consciousness we kind of are being able to process more of light and light is information all the way up to seven density, which is where we start absorbing basically the light of the creator. There is no, no more light. There is just unity with the creator itself. So I know I got ahead of myself in just uh, this little part that explains how we as spiritual beings, and we're going to get into how we acquire the spirit now as we move through the densities of consciousness. But we as spiritual beings need to prepare ourselves gradually to be more receptive of this light, love, uh, love, light, or information, as we like to call it, from the source of the creator. I hope that makes sense. Um, so that is the seeking from the beginning, from the, um, uh, we would say light, light itself, energy is moving, uh, intelligent energy is moving towards the seeking of the creator from the first uh, molecules, the atoms, even the matter, the the quantum uh, particles that exist in the universe, they are seeking this, uh, these patterns where they can move and uh, just eventually reach the creator. So um, I hope really that that makes sense. <laughs> Let's go on to the next questions. Um, oh, no, I'm missing. So, well, this is, this is actually a pretty interesting question that um, that Don asked that if he could see, you know, uh, different, say, densities of, uh, of matter. And he says, yes, but the fourth all the way through seven chose to be invisible. Um, so that's kind of strange. Uh, I'm not sure why I can have my speculation, but that's not part of the video. So that was just an interesting question that Don asked. Speaking of Don, he says, then how does the second density progress to the third? This gets interesting now. The second density strives towards the third density, which is the density of self-consciousness or self-awareness. The striving takes place through the higher second density forms who are invested by third density beings with an entity, with an identity to the extent that they become self-aware mind-body complexes, thus becoming mind-body-spirit complexes and entering third density 
the first density of consciousness of spirit. Okay, so this is the process by which, say, plants and animals, through the influence of third density beings, become third density. What does that mean? Uh, and we're going to get into a better session very soon when we talk about how this happened. Um, no spoilers. But what's happening is that a third density being is investing time and energy into a second density being so the second density being can move in third density. Why? Because third density is the first part of our growth in the creation where there is consciousness of spirit. And this is the first level of consciousness that we know. Uh, we're self-aware in third density as we move out from the planet's uh, consciousness, let's call it that way, and we gain our own spirit. So that's what they're talking about there. Like I said, we're going to elaborate about this uh, more in future uh, in a future session. So let's move on. And Don says, what is the density level of our planet Earth at this time? We all know this answer. Ross says, the sphere upon which you dwell is third density in its beingness of mind, body, spirit complexes. It is now in a space time continuum, fourth density. This is causing a somewhat difficult harvests. Well, I think we have talked about this at nauseum right now uh, at this point. <laughs> so we are a planet, a third density planet. However, we are already in fourth density vibration, which means that we are at the point where we can, if we choose to, as humanity, polarize to wherever we want to go, whether that be positive or negative, you know, that would be... Uh, your choice and I'm just here to support my selection so it really is a matter of us making the choice and really really doing the work to polarize because that's what the universe is waiting for however um, I don't think this is going to be much longer and there is a very beautiful hint that Ra has in the subsequent questions or answers actually and it's gonna be interesting but yeah Basically, what I take out of this is that we are a third density planet. We all know this because we're third density beings and we are in fourth density vibration at this point. But it's uh, it's kind of difficult, like he's saying, difficult harvest because of our direction. So let's go. Don asks, how does a third density planet become a fourth density planet? Russ says, the fourth density is, as we have said, as regularized in its approach as the striking of a clock upon the hour. The space-time in your solar system has enabled this planetary sphere to spiral into space-time of a different vibrational configuration. Whoa. So, basically what he's saying is that the fourth density um, is kind of, um, it's, it's inevitable. Let's put it that way. I, I feel like there is a time of preparation, which you know could be from the beginning of the cycle all the way to the end, but there is a limit. And that's why he's saying that it's approach, four density approach, it's like the striking of a clock upon the hour, meaning that nothing stops it, nothing can prevent it. We can only um, contribute to it in our uh, transition to it, but we cannot stop it. And 
Uh, he's saying also the space-time of your solar system has enabled the planetary sphere uh, to spiral into space-time of different vibrational configuration, which is that it's four density. So we are in basically a an obsolete third density uh, sphere right now, and four density uh, the four density sphere, which we can speculate a little bit, which maybe in in the um, in the atmosphere and not so much in this part of the planet the solid, the crust itself, where we live. And it kind of makes sense, but I don't want to speculate much there um, because it's not that relevant to the video. But it's um, it's a four-density sphere that is already being created by the spiraling of the space-time continuum that we are right now in the solar system. Namely, the place in the galaxy that we are traversing right now. So that's been activated. Four-density spheres there. Um, and yeah, I'm not gonna speculate more because I can probably talk about this for a long time. Last question. Ra oh, no, there's more about this. Uh, this causes the planetary sphere to be able to be molded by these new distortions. However, the thought forms of your people during this transition period are such that the mind-body-spirit complexes of both individual and societies are scattered throughout the spectrum instead of becoming able to grasp the needle shall we say, and point the compass in one direction. Okay, um, I really forgot there was more about this question. And um, well, basically everything that I was just saying, you know, that we are not in congruency with the planet's vibration. And that's why we're causing this, um, I would call upheaval, you know, of not only the planet itself, which is manifesting right now in 2020, uh, tremendously physically geologically but also our minds are kind of scattered in the direction that we want to go and i love that he makes the uh the analogy of the compass like move the the needle one place one direction it's like that needle is going everywhere and it's just uh, it's just going you know uh haywire there so uh, that's what Ra is saying basically in this part. There's one more part of this question. I'm sorry, I apologize for that. And the last part that he's saying, answering this question is, does the entry into the vibration of love, sometimes called by your people the vibration of understanding, is not effective with your present societal complex. Thus the harvest shall be such that many will repeat the third density cycle. The energies of your wanderers, your teachers, and your adepts at this time are all bent upon increasing the harvest. However, there are few to harvest. This is what we have been talking about for quite some time, and is that we are not ready for ascension, which means that a lot of people are going to repeat. I will throw myself into that pack of people that are going to repeat. Why? Because I don't wanna feel um, just that I, because of whatever reason, biases that I have, I feel like I'm ready to ascend, which means that I will probably go out of my way to be more of service to others and to be more positive, be more loving, more understanding, which is what's required. The reason why I say this is because um, people ask me all the time, you know, uh, what do I need to be at least 51%? I don't think that's the, the mentality, you know. Um, I think we just have to be uh, 100%. I mean, we, we want to do that. And I know that resonates with you, otherwise you wouldn't be watching this, but um, it's, 
it's quite important to see the, the mentality that people are taking once they realize this and forget that what we really need is just to create a more loving environment, internal environment in ourselves, just to become that radiance that we need to have in the planet. So um, this is 1981, of course. Uh, I mean, it's been almost 40 years since that, but I don't think things have changed much. If you listen to people in the streets and uh, you hear, you know, especially now with the confusion that we have, I do like to think that there is a delay in the harvest itself because uh, we seem to have something going on behind the scenes and I don't know, I don't want to speculate on this, but we may have more time, meaning maybe another a decade or two. Uh, I'm not opposed to that. That's another thing that people get really hung up on, you know, like they want the solar flash or whatever event might be. Um, and I'm not going to speculate. I have my own ideas on how the solar flash is going to work or is actually working. So um, people get lost in that idea. And um, I think there's a lot to explore in our third density. There's a lot of beauty in this planet. And there's a lot of love to be explored. If you think about it and allow me this, um, this philosophy to go through in this video is that we are at a point where we know that there is much more to explore just because we look around and we see the darkness and the ignorance and the um, the availability to be of service to others. So if we could just flip this around and uh, enjoy a more peaceful, harmonious and loving planet, which is right here, right now in fourth density, as we move through the final stages of third density, I think we were going to have a um, just a mystical life, you know, for whatever long time, however long time we have here in this planet. So or this third density sphere, as Ra calls it. So that's my take. Um, I think we are uh, to take out the, the whole point of this video and why I wanted to make it as a density uh, of consciousness type of video is that we are seeking the light. This is just the natural creation of the universe. As we moved and we have moved through all these densities of consciousness, first, second, and now third, we are seeking the light and the light doesn't matter how you see it, whether you're selfish or not, you have to seek that light because eventually we're going to arrive to that point where we can absorb more of this light. And oh my God, I can talk about this for hours, but um, four densities what are awaiting us for now. And we need to put that love in with that. I want to send you all my love for watching this video. Thank you so much. You know the deal. Subscribe if you haven't already like notification bell. In the description box, I have all my information. If you want to follow me on social media, of course, I have a Facebook group that I would like to keep more lively if you guys want to join and we can discuss this kind of stuff. Um, finally, leave any comments if you have any questions. Love hearing about you. Thank you again. And I'll see you in session 14 next week.